Welcome to the New Jersey Crush FC podcast show discussing all things youth soccer. Delighted to have Skylar Schwinkler on the show today. Skylar is a fantastic role model for the next generation. She's currently a collegiate athlete with Mercy College and gives a great insight to a student athlete's life. Hi, Skylar. Welcome to the show. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Very good. Thank you for coming on. I know you're busy. Um, so you've an amazing story. You're, you're currently playing for Mercy College, correct? That is correct. And, and how is that going for you? It's going good. Um, I would say my first year playing at Mercy was a bit of a struggle just because my first year we came, I came in and it was still COVID. So our season got canceled. So it was coming from California to New York you know, finally getting, being able to play college soccer and having the season t- taken away from you was, it was a bit hard, but, you know, we came back sophomore, my sophomore year, which was last year, had a great season. And now this year is, I feel like an even better season for us. That's great. And then growing up in San Diego, you obviously played travel soccer out there. Talk to us a bit about the, the clubs you played for growing up. Um, I think I played for a total of two serious clubs, I will say. Um, I played for a club called CSC for about mm, five years, maybe. And then my parents decided to move me to a more competitive, um, competitive side of soccer. And so I played for Albion um, Soccer Club in San Diego, and I played for them for about six years, I would say, my going into high school. And then I played high school soccer as well. Brilliant. That's great. And then in terms of like the travel soccer and the more competitive club, I mean, was the standard much better in terms of the players you played with and the level of coaching? What was that experience like? No, definitely. Moving from moving more in towards a, a competitive aspect, it it made me want to be a better player and play for my teammates. And we were playing events, you know, pretty equal competition, which was nice to play against. So, Skylar, we were just talking about the high school experience. What was that like for you to play in high school? Um, playing in high school was a great experience. I got to play with some of my older teammates when when we were younger, when we played on the same club. And it was – it felt good to play with them again because, we know, we all went our separate ways of – you know, joining different clubs and high school kind of brought us back together. Yeah, I got a chance to reconnect, which is great. Now, in terms of kind of college, which you're in now, would you say that high school kind of prepared you for that in terms of going to class uh, with your friends, playing on the field with your friends? Is there a similarity in some ways between high school and college? No, yeah, I would definitely say there are similarities from going to high school and playing high school soccer and classes and into college. The only difference I would say is, you know, everyone in college has different majors. And so you don't necessarily have the same classes as some of your teammates. And, but the environment I would say is pretty similar in regards to going to school and then going to soccer practice and then games. So that's great. Yeah. And then in terms of college and, you know, I've talked a lot about this. It's it's hard, I'm sure, to kind of balance everything because you've got to go to class, you've got a social life, uh, you've got soccer. How do you find uh, balancing everything in college? Oh, 
I'm still <laughs> trying to learn how to do that to the best of my ability currently, but I will say it was, it is a struggle because you've got to balance, obviously you're a student athlete and you're a student first and academics are way more important um, in regards to the school. And then obviously you have to have good grades in order to play in college. And so it's definitely a struggle, but I feel like if you find a good, um, a good way to manage your time and play in regards to going to class and then knowing you have practice and setting up your schedule class schedule around soccer see is very helpful as well so you're not so stressed of I'm gonna miss practice this day and it's just finding a good balance that works for you yeah so that's key it's balance and it's organization in terms of you know making sure you're keeping up with your studies and and so on if you say for example you fall behind on your studies is that something then that impacts your soccer like are there rules in place where you have to maintain your academics first and foremost or how does that work um i will say if you are behind in your studies in any in any class you take i think it does it does play a key role in being eligible for soccer or I mean uh, eligible to play because if you say you fail the class your GPA drops and you have to have you have to maintain a I believe at least at Mercy it's a 2.0 to be eligible to play in the sport so if you are failing multiple classes and aren't on top of your studies you you will be ineligible to play and and it's going to impact and not only going to impact you, but it's going to impact your coach, your teammates, your family, your your supporters. And it's it's important to stay on top of academics as well as the sport you are playing, which for me yeah. is soccer. Yeah, I mean, that's a great point. I mean, because obviously, you know, a lot of people have made sacrifices to help you get to college and there's coaches and there's other players on the team. So it's important for you to be available for selection. So it seems like first and foremost, you have to maintain your study and your academics. After that, then you want to obviously work really hard as a player and impact on the field. And then the social aspect comes in maybe last. Is that correct? So uh, first is the education, then the sport and then the social? Yes, yes, I 100% agree. Like, academics is probably number one, like you're saying, and then your sport and then social life. Because I feel like once you're a part of a team in in any sport you play, your social life kind of is, you know, with your teammates. Like, you get to experience most of your college um, life with your team. And it's it's a good – I mean, at least Mercy, we have a great – we have a great team, a great – set of girls and I'm glad I get to call them, you know, not just my teammates, but my friends as well. Yeah. And I think, you know, at New Jersey Crush, there's a lot of young players, aspiring players that would look up to someone like you. And I always say, you know, playing football or soccer is amazing and it's important to try and do your best. And we all hope that we win as well, but you're making friends for life really, aren't you? And that's, that's kind of the bigger picture there as well, that some of these people you play with on the team, you get a chance to hang out with and, you know, maybe even be friends with for life is that that's really important, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's really important. I was lucky enough to have one of my um, teammates who came with me. We were recruited by the same uh, the same college from the same club. So the transition from, you know, going from high school and club to college, it it was really easy just to have her here with me. And we were going through our college life together. And it's something yeah. that is going to, we're going to look back on and be so grateful and thankful for each other and one another. 
Yeah, that's amazing. And then uh, just touching on that, because like you've obviously moved from San Diego and a lot of young aspiring athletes, you know, need to realize that there are sacrifices where sometimes you might have to move away from home. How hard did you find it to kind of move away from your family? And as you said, there was very important to have close friends around you. Yeah, it was it was uh, difficult because I've never really been this far away from family before. And and during COVID, you know, we had to be quarantined and isolated by ourselves. And it made me just think of of what 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 I needed to do. And then and like you were saying, from moving from San Diego and lose and my friendships I've had, um, it was it's definitely hard to keep them, but I feel like if we're both, if I'm willing and then my friends and my family are still willing to support me through my college experience, then, you know, those are the great, the best friends to have. Absolutely. Yeah. No, it's so true. And then in terms of, you know, women's soccer at the moment, I mean, women's soccer in America, the standard is so, so high and the level you're playing at is extremely high. It may be some of the other countries around the world are catching up a small bit, but America is still, you know, has the best standard of women's soccer. And, you know, we talk a lot about all the issues with equal pay and things like this. It feels like things are getting much better over here and globally in women's soccer. And and so it should. How do you feel about about all that stuff. Do you feel women's soccer is getting more attention and the attention it deserves? I I definitely, I think women's soccer should be getting more attention. Like it's yeah. not just, it's not just the men's side of, of soccer or uh, other sports in general. Like we finally got women's soccer, the women's national team finally got equal pay in yeah. comparison to the men's soccer. And that was a big, big step, I will say. And um communities and the world recognizing that like that, that's what needed that was that's what needed to happen absolutely i totally agree and then in terms of i heard a little rumor that you're a manchester city fan so i'm i'm a former manchester united player but i won't hold it against you well what made you support manchester city <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> um my my mom actually we started watching the english premier league i would say about 10 15 years ago and we just thought that it was interesting to see how different um, clubs in Europe and, you know, other side of the uh, other con- uh, con- countries and continents play soccer in comparison to America soccer. And, you know, we just started watching games and we just fell in love with Manchester City. And I have been a fan ever since. And I continue to be a fan. <laughs> Hopefully they continue their winning um winning streak i know they just won three to one recently so hopefully they keep that going yeah i mean they're they're amazing team there's no denying that and then kind of lastly which is very important for these young players in new jersey crush um aspiring players what advice would you give them in terms of trying to develop and and play um the advice i would give is just to never give up and always put a hundred percent effort into anything you're doing whether that is whether that is soccer whether it's academics relationships between family and friends because you're never going to get criticized for um doing something wrong obviously it's a learning it's a learning moment but if you're putting 100% effort in no one is going to no one is going to say anything about it and i would just encourage the young ones at the club to just keep pushing themselves and to get better. And if, if there are 
um, certain like technical abilities where people are struggling and it's just to work hard and work through and work, get extra work in and being sure you can be the best player for yourselves. Absolutely. Very good. Yeah. Keep working hard, not be afraid to make mistakes and obviously enjoy the game as well. Skylar, you've been yes. absolutely brilliant. Um, it's great to get you on. You're, you're a role model to, to the younger generation. We'd love to get you back on the show again. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>